So the big question is this, how do nurses like us, who didn't start their fitness journey in high school nor have incredible genes, who are struggling with their weight and confidence while working shift work and long hours at stressful jobs, how do we develop and maintain a healthy and strong body and mind while still living a life we enjoy? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Rebecca Adams, and welcome to the Fitness for Nurses podcast. How's it going? Rebecca here from the Fitness for Nurses podcast. And if you don't know me, my name's Rebecca. I'm a registered nurse and a certified personal trainer from Newfoundland, Canada. And over the last five or six years, I've been on a fitness journey and it's been absolutely life-changing. I've lost over 90 pounds and became an international level powerlifter along the way. I've since become a certified personal trainer and it's now my mission to help other nurses who are struggling on their fitness journey, just like I was a few short years ago. So my mission is to help other nurses create a balanced fit lifestyle that they actually enjoy. So that's what this podcast is all about. I was reading a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and I decided to make a podcast episode about one of the lessons in that book, and it's the two-minute habit rule. So ultimately, if we can take control of our habits, our habits shape our lives. You can't always rely on your willpower and discipline on your fitness journey. A lot of it comes down to habits. So if we can hack our habits and develop healthier habits that become automatic, then it really makes this process a lot easier. So I've become very passionate about habits and creating healthy habits and kind of reducing unhealthy habits that don't support the lifestyle we want to create. And as a nurse, it is very, very difficult, especially if you work shift work and things of that nature. It's hard to develop habits and routines because our life is so kind of all over the place. So I hope this two minute habit hack helps and I'll dive right in. So before I do though, How many of you can relate to this? This is what I personally experience. So you kind of experience a decisive moment, like a, I'll call it almost like a fork in the road. So when you come home from work, for example, I have two options. I can collapse on the couch and watch Netflix, which will often result in me eating some form of comfort food and things of that nature. Um, Maybe I order takeout or maybe I dive into a bag of chips or a chocolate bar, whatever the case may be, that's one choice. So making the decision to sit on the couch often leads to that when I get off work. Or instead of sitting on the couch, if I make the decision to change into my workout clothes, it leads me down a path to working out and feeling better. And then oftentimes after I've worked out, I'm a lot less likely to resort to comfort food and whatnot after I've just worked out. So I'm more likely to choose a healthier option after a workout. So the decisive moment is, do I sit on the couch or do I change into my workout clothes? So that's the kind of the decisive moment. It's almost like a fork in the road. And what you do in that moment kind of leads to a progression of other choices, either healthy or unhealthy, um, after you've made that decision. So if you choose to sit on the couch, oftentimes it'll lead to eating snacks and watching Netflix for extended periods of time or whatever the case may be for you. That's what it used to be for me. Um, Or if you make the opposite decision, a healthier decision, if you change into workout clothes, it's more likely to lead to you going for a walk or doing a little mini workout. And then you're more likely to follow through with doing healthier options throughout the night because you started on a healthier path. So the decisive moment is kind of the the fork in the road. And that's kind of what we're going to target here in today's podcast episode with the two minutes habit hack rule. And so the two minute habit hack is to start small. Literally, if you're trying to cultivate a new habit, it should take no more than two minutes to do. 
So break the habit that you want to develop down into the simplest form that you possibly can and start there. So it should take no more than two minutes. It should be extremely, extremely easy. So you're basically creating a habit of starting. So when you face one of those decisive moments where you can either go sit on the couch or you can go work out, um, when you face that moment of decision, uh, you're ultimately trying to develop the habit of starting. So that start, that two minute start, um, that's what we're targeting here. So when you develop a new habit, it should take less than two minutes. So if, for example, if you want to develop the habit of reading at night, you would break that down to its simplest form and your new habit that you're trying to develop is to read one page. So another example, you want to do 30 minutes of yoga. So your two minute habit that you start with is to take out your yoga mat. So say you want to get into a regular meditation practice. So the new habit, the meditation habit that you would develop is to meditate for one minute. So say you want to fold the laundry, you would start that process with a two minute habit of folding one pair of socks. If you want to run three miles, the two minute habit would be to tie your running shoes. So you see what I mean? So you break the habit that you're trying to develop down into its most basic form, the start of that habit. And that's the habit that we're actually targeting developing. Because once again, once we make that decision to do a healthier alternative, then we're more likely to start on a healthier process. So one good decision, such as changing into your workout clothes, leads to other good decisions, such as going for a walk or going to do a workout or whatever the case may be. So we're developing the habit of starting on the right path. What happens after that is just a bonus, but what we're actually targeting is the start. So that way you're more likely to follow through on a healthier path, but that's all just a side bonus. The actual habit that we're developing and cultivating is just that start. So it's almost like a gateway habit. Once you start doing the right thing, it's easier to keep going and it becomes almost like a process that's initiated by that habit, that two minute habit that we're developing. So once again, if you were to come home and collapse on the couch, that's the gateway habit to binge watching Netflix and possibly eating comfort food, ordering takeout, eating snacks, things of that nature. So the gateway habit in that case is sitting on the couch in the example I just gave. Whereas the gateway habit to a more healthy process is to change into your workout clothes. Just a random example, but you get the point. So what we're doing here is mastering the art of showing up. The first two minutes become a ritual at the beginning of a larger routine. So we're not trying to create an entire routine as a habit at the beginning. All we're doing is taking that first two minutes and we're trying to habitualize that first two minutes. First two minutes are very easy. Taking out your yoga mat, easy. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're targeting. And this also works for another reason. So along with mastering the art of showing up, along with mastering that start, it also kind of helps us to reinforce the identity that we're trying to build. So if you want to get in the habit of going to the gym five days per week, then master the art of showing up. So just simply drive to the gym or go to the gym for two minutes or just do your warm up. Uh, pick whatever works for you, but simply making it easy on yourself. Start with driving to the gym. So that's your two minute routine. And uh, that's kind of where you start. So if you drive to the gym and park there for a moment, turn around and leave, then that's still a success. Um, take it a step further. If you drive to the gym, go inside for two minutes and then you leave, then you still had a little two minute workout. So if you do that, if you show up at the gym five days in a row for two minutes, it still casts a vote for the type of person that you want to become. So you cast a vote for becoming the type of person that doesn't miss a workout. You show up even when you don't feel like it. And that's a vote for the type of person you want to become. And that's creating a new identity for yourself. So even though it's just two minutes, 
it's still two minutes that you didn't do before. So you cast a vote for the type of person you want to become, and it helps to confirm the type of person that you want to be. So it's better to do less than you hoped than nothing at all. So starting small allows us to kind of cast those votes in the right direction for the type of person we want to be. After we've mastered the art of showing up, and after that has kind of become habitualized, then you can kind of combine that, the two-minute habit rule, with what's called habit shaping. So habit shaping is when you scale the habit back up towards the ultimate goal. So you take your end goal and you break it down into different steps, uh, almost like a progression upwards. So you start with very easy, which is your two minute habit version. Um, so you break the habit down into its most simple form. And that's where we start. We master that. And then we create various steps along the way that lead towards the end goal that we want to create. So the end habit we want to establish. And you make it easy on yourself by making this step progression rather than trying to tackle the whole thing all at once. Um, you break it down into various steps. So say, for example, you want to develop the habit of being a vegan. So how you would do that using this habit shaping progression that I'm talking about, you would one, start with your two minute habit. So break that end goal of being a vegan down into its most basic form, um, the simplest version, the two minute thing that you can do. And that would be to add vegetables with every meal. So that's phase one. That's the two minute habit that we're targeting first. And then after you have established that habit, you would move on to the next phase. So phase two then would be to stop eating animals with four legs. So stop eating cows, pigs, stuff like that. After you've become comfortable at phase two and that feels more habitualized, you would move on to phase three, which could be to stop eating animals with two legs. So stop eating chicken and turkey and things like that. Phase four, stop eating animals with no legs. So cut out fish and scallops and clams, um, seafood. And then the final progression, phase five, would be to stop eating all animal products. So you would cut out dairy, you would cut out um, eggs, milk, cheese. So that there is just one example on how this habit shaping concept works. So you break your end goal habit down into bite-sized chunks, and that makes it a lot easier to follow through with that. So I'll give another example of this habit shaping when it comes to exercise. So say the habit that you want to develop is to exercise three times per week. So you'd break this habit down into its most basic form, um, the two minute habit that we're trying to cultivate. So this is phase one, and that would be to change into your workout clothes. So that's the habit that we're targeting is to create the habit of starting and you start by changing into your workout clothes. So Phase one, change into your workout clothes. So then we move on to the next progression, the slightly harder version of our habit that we're trying to develop. And that would be to step outside the door. So maybe you try going for a walk or you get in your car and you drive to the gym. Um, then you can turn around and drive home. It doesn't matter. Um, you're still taking a step towards the person you want to become. So phase two is to simply step outside the door. Phase three is to drive to the gym, exercise for five minutes, and then to leave. Or you could drive to the gym, do your warm up, and then leave. Phase four would be to exercise for 15 minutes at least once per week. So one of those workouts, um, one of those times when you drive to the gym and exercise for five minutes, um, one time per week, you stay for 15 minutes. And then after we've become comfortable for 15 minutes, at least once per week, then we up the game on phase five to exercising three times per week. So you see how this works. So you take your habit, you break it down into various steps, um, various progressions from very easy to easy to moderate to hard to very hard. 
and start extremely, extremely small. It's better to do less than you want to do than nothing at all. So break your habit that you're trying to develop down into its most basic form and target the start, the form of the habit that takes literally two minutes to do the start of that habit. And that there is what you're targeting. So create the habit of the start and uh, that there, like we said, when you're faced in a moment of decision, when you have the choice to either choose a healthy option that can lead to other healthy options unfolding or an unhealthy option that leads to other unhealthy choices, um, that gateway habit, we're trying to get in the habit of choosing the healthier gateway habit. So that way, once you get started doing the right thing, it's easier to keep going with that right thing. So develop the start, develop that two minute habit, and then add in that habit shaping progression to get you working towards the end goal you want to achieve after you've mastered the habit of showing up. So I hope this podcast episode helps. I geek out with all things habits. So, um, If you like this content, please share it with a nurse in your life. It really helps the channel grow. I appreciate you and have an awesome day.